0: Hello everybody, it's Teresa Barnaby with the Flight of Your Life podcast. Always, always grateful that you join in and take time to listen to whatever gets shared uh, on the podcast. And I, I, I was thinking, like, I don't know if you all know that I don't have a script when I get on to do an episode. I oftentimes just talk about what's happened in my life or in a day, and then Uh, the lessons that I learned and then it kind of just goes from there right and you'll hear me a lot of times like talk about connecting the dots it's really because most of what I share is like inspired thought and I I just kind of go with it so you're kind of getting me in the raw uh, unscripted uh, unplugged as the music industry says unplugged Uh, so I think the, uh, what I want to start sharing with you today is I had a, a couple of days of travel uh, uh, since the last time I was on the podcast, and I uh, got to teach in Alabama. I think you all knew that, and then I got to travel home, and it was interesting because the morning of my travel was my last episode that I recorded, and I talked about making an impact on other people. And who knew where that was going to go, right? Like, you not we don't always know how we're going to impact people. Well, I got to tell you, when I fly, I have um, noise reduction uh, earbuds and I have uh, Spotify. So I play music while I'm traveling or I'll read. A lot of times I will sleep. Uh, a lot of times I'm asleep before we pull away from the gate, depending on what kind of day I had prior to or how much sleep I got the night before. Uh, and so I kind of I kind of travel in isolation, you know, between the music playing in my head, the earbuds, or I'm sleeping. If I'm awake, uh, I'm, I'm doing something. I'm reading a book. I'm writing. I'm taking notes, whatever. But I'm not one of these people that sit on an airplane and chit-chat. Uh, it's never been a favorite thing of mine. Even when I travel with people I know, I don't sit and chit-chat, much less uh, – stranger sitting next to me. Uh, I always try to get uh, an aisle seat so I'm an easy exit or, you know, I can lean to the right or the left and be a little bit more in my own space. And that's how I survived travel uh, and have for, I don't know, the 30-some years that I've been traveling pretty consistently in my careers. So I had to chuckle because the whole idea of traveling right after I did a podcast saying who's, who are we going to impact, That must have been foreshadowing for me because I'm on a smaller plane, right? It's just two seats on each side, regional jet, and I'm flying out of Montgomery into Dallas-Fort Worth. And I have this gal next to me that all I said was hello to when I sat down because I'm not rude, I just, I'm not social. So I, you know, I nodded, said hello, sat down, uh, and, and got in my own space. Uh, and then she, I noticed that she fell asleep before we took off. I, I on the other hand, was wide awake. And I heard the pilot say, you know, uh, when we get up here, we're going to be first for takeoff. And then when we take off, we're going to have to do a hard uh... right u-turn uh... and he was just kind of like preparing us for um, how he was going to maneuver once we took off i usually don't even listen to that stuff so i'm not even sure why i was paying attention to but everything happens exactly the way it's supposed to so i hear him say this and i'm you know i i'm a seasoned traveler there's not a whole lot that bothers me so i'm i'm like okay fine you know whatever you're in control dude That's kind of how I feel. It's between God and the pilot once I get up in the sky. And so I don't think anything of it until out of my left eye I catch this gal. All of a sudden she wakes up and she's startled. And she starts looking out the window. And her eyes got so big because we're in the middle of this hard right U-turn and there's turbulence, and the plane's creaking, and I mean, it does sound weird, right? It's odd. If I didn't fly so much, I'd probably have been scared too, and it was kind of new to me. I hadn't really experienced that, so I think I'm just going to give her her space. She doesn't know me. You know, I'm going to leave her alone, but I continue to watch her uh, out of my peripheral vision, and all of a sudden, I start seeing her like she takes her right hand and she starts fanning her face. And I think she's, it looks like she's getting ready to go into like a little panic. And so all I said was, it's okay. It's all okay. And it's going to be okay. And she just looks at me and she said, is it? And I'm like, yeah, the pilot told us he was going to do this, but you were sleeping. You didn't hear it. And it's all going to be Okay. He just said he had to take off and do a hard right U-turn and you just happened to wake up. We're in the middle of it. So it's okay. I said. uh, She says, do you fly out of Montgomery often? And I said, I don't fly out of Montgomery often, but I fly a lot and it's going to be okay. And she's like, okay, are you sure? And I'm like, well, yeah, I didn't say this, but I'm thinking, well, I'm not God, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be okay. So I said, yeah, it's going to be okay. The pilot is planning this. I said and that makes me feel better. And and she says, "Oh, I I don't like to fly. I can't stand to fly." And I said, "Well, uh, why are you traveling?" She said, well, "I just got done some training." And I said, well, "Oh, I said, "Who do you work for?" And she says, "Now hold on to this." She says, "I work for the Air Force." And I <laughs> I couldn't help it. I started chuckling. And I said, I said, "Seriously?" Like you work for the Air Force, you're in the Air Force, and you don't like to fly. I said, I don't mean to be laughing right now. I said, but don't you find that funny? And immediately it like broke her tension. She was not uh, paying attention anymore to the flight pattern. We were totally engaged in this conversation, me, totally engaged in a conversation that rarely happens. And, um, And we're talking about air force and that fortunately she doesn't have to fly that she's on the ground and then it's just like okay so what do you do for the air force and she was an attorney and she's with jag and and so then we had this whole conversation and she totally forgot that she was at all nervous and all of a sudden you know we got to this point in the conversation where we were kind of done you know we exchanged you know what do you do what do you do you know all that good stuff and then we were kind of done And the next thing I knew, she fell asleep. And I sat there and I chuckled to myself and I said, wow, if I would have known when I recorded that podcast this morning and said, you know, I'll be curious to see what the day rolls out looking like and and who we can impact. And uh, and here you go. I was on a plane, out of character, tremendously out of character, uh, making a difference in somebody's life who was like, really genuinely scared and uh, I was glad that I could help her I was glad that I was the one that s- was sitting next to her uh, in that moment and uh, yeah, it was pretty cool so I just thought I would share that with you because uh, you knew uh, the morning of my flight what I was thinking and then I just wanted to share with you what transpired uh, during my flight so that's kind of what I wanted to share with you that we don't really know what any day rolls out looking like, but I do know that when we start our day open-minded, pondering things in life and pondering how we want to show up in the course of a day, there are opportunities, and we've talked about this before, there are opportunities all around us. And sometimes we just get to sit and say, I don't know what they are but I'm going to be open to noticing them. And the minute we say, I want to notice something, I think what happens is our awareness becomes peaked. And when our awareness is peaked, we'll notice more. You know, it's almost it almost sounds like it went full circle, right? I'm going to make a commitment to notice more. And just in making that commitment to notice more, then it sounds like, or causes, doesn't sound like, it causes us to become more aware of the opportunities that then we will notice. So even though it starts out with the noticing, it really goes to awareness, which comes back to noticing. And I think uh, awareness, I've always said this, awareness is the first step to change. Anything we want to change, we just need to become aware of what it is. So if wanting to be present at any moment and aware of the opportunities that any moment brings us, then we have to become more aware in any given moment. And then we will notice all these opportunities that are lining up for us that probably have always been lining up for us, but we haven't noticed. Because we, like Like me, on the airplane, I put my noise reduction earbuds in, I get my book, I get my pen, I get my paper, I turn on my music, I'm set. Either that or I'm falling asleep. Even with my noise reduction earbuds in, I'm still falling asleep. I'm in my own little world. Anything could have gone on in that airplane, I would never have noticed. But because that morning I said, I will be curious to see how the day rolls out, my awareness has peaked, I catch activity out of the side of my eye, it takes me totally out of character, and in that moment, I had an opportunity to make a difference. And man, what else can we ask for uh, but the opportunities to impact people and then ultimately it impacts us because I have thought about that gal and she had to go from Dallas to Colorado. And, of course, I send her well wishes on her trip from, from Dallas to Colorado. I'm not sitting next to her, uh, but I wish her all the best so that she's not uh, petrified. She was literally on the border of being petrified. So awareness, peaked awareness, first step to change. And in saying I I wanted to be more aware of opportunities I had an opportunity to change my behavior as I flew now here's the other thing this might be a little bit more difficult for me to find words to but I don't I, I think I think the opportunities look Hmm. I don't even know how I want to say this. Let me let me start off this way. My flight from Dallas to Tucson was totally different because I went back in the noise reduction uh, earbuds. I went into a, a book I was reading and notes I was taking from reading the book. There was a a, a lady next to me and she had a, a youngster. And I didn't have a single conversation besides Hello. Once I sat down, I said hello, that was it. I had it. So I re- I went back to my old way of being on the plane. And I was totally okay with that. Because I think when we need to shift, we'll we'll see, we'll know the signals and we'll need to shift. I needed to shift my behavior on the first leg of the trip because of who was sitting next to me. And then I could revert back to my old behavior on the second leg of the trip. And that both of those were okay. So I guess, my, I guess what I'm trying to find words for is we, we can make changes uh, that will last a lifetime. Or we can make changes that cause us to take care of what needs to be taken care of in the moment. And then we can go back to the way we were as long as the way we were still works for us. Does that make sense? So let me take the example one step further. I know that reverting back to my old ways of flying in my own little space and my own little world uh, was, uh, was fine on the second leg because the mom settled in, her, her youngster fell asleep, which allowed her to fall asleep. They didn't need me. I was just another passenger in the seat. And so it was okay that even though I learned something valuable in the first part of that trip, I didn't need to implement anything new or different in the second part of my trip. So I think we're going to have opportunities to make changes because we need to make changes to change the way we want our life to be. And in instances, we can make temporary changes that fit the moment that we're in. I hope that makes sense. I know that one's a little bit more uh, ethereal. uh, But I hope with my example, uh, it makes sense uh, what I'm talking about. Uh, So there are changes that I have made in my being and in my habits uh, that will stay with me for the rest of my life. Those are life-changing changes. endeavors personal professional development that i want to sustain that will serve me as i move forward in my life and then there are those little tweaks that we get to make maybe that's the word little tweaks we get to make in our character in our being when the moment calls for it but i don't have to make a commitment to myself that says okay now from now on every time i fly i'm gonna have uh Engaging conversations with the people next to me. I'm not ready to make that commitment. I am ready to say I will be more aware when the person next to me needs something versus not. But I don't have to change my behavior because I got to tell you, traveling in my own cocoon has served me very well. It's gotten me through countless flights across this country and and it works for me and uh, I I told you earlier that you know traveling is becomes very isolated Uh, you know from hotel from from airplanes and airports to hotels to uh, more airplanes and more airports it gets very isolating and so um, getting into that routine into that system really does make a difference and it serves me and so as long as it serves me and doesn't hurt me or hold me back then i don't need to always i don't need to change it up for the rest of my life i don't need to make a commitment uh, that i will always be engaging as a fellow passenger on an airplane it's not going to happen um but other things that I have experienced in change, and I'm sure you are now starting to relate to things that I'm talking about that have happened in your personal life, that there are changes that you make on a very uh, moment-by-moment basis because it it works in the situation, and then there are changes that you make for uh, life-changing uh, results. And uh, and I guess, I guess that would be the message uh, for today's episode. So... Thanks for taking the journey with me from uh, Tucson to the Pennsylvania area and, and then down to Alabama and then my car- my cross-country trek to get back here to Tucson. Thanks for taking the journey with me. I appreciate it. I did have uh, the flight of my life on this trip. I had a great time with my family, as you guys have already heard. I had an awesome event in Alabama just met some great folks uh that I'm very grateful that I had the opportunity to meet and spend the day with uh and at the same time it's uh it's good to be home uh which we talked about last time as well so I thank you for being with me on this trek you know how I feel about your time and that I appreciate that you trade the moments of your life uh, in the time that you spend with me. And I will never take that for granted. So thank you so much. And as usual, this is Teresa Barnaby, Flight of Your Life podcast. I'm signing out and peace out.